Hey, welcome to Bruise Culture. I'm your host, Evan Schwab. I own the gaming site Big Cultures, and I'm an aspiring Cicero. I'm here to help you pair quality craft beers with great games in order to maximize your leisure time. We'll talk about some of the best breweries and their histories alongside the ins and outs of games and the gaming industry. So stop in, take a load off, and enjoy excellent brews with us as we explore two of the most profitable business industries. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode number seven of Brews Culture. I'm your host, Evan Schwab. We've got two great products to be talking about today. The first is from the legendary New Belgium. It is a terrific little IPA on their rotating IPA series called Captain Dynamite IPA. And we'll be pairing it with the free-to-play, free-to-download Arena Team Shooter Apex Legends. But before we get into that, I want to talk about State Representative Marcus Evans Jr. of Illinois, who is attempting to put forth legislation that will essentially ban the sales of violent video games. In particular, he's focused on Grand Theft Auto V, the hugely popular open-world shooter action game uh, from Rockstar that is highly popular on every platform that it exists on. Why does he want to ban violent video games, and in this case, in particular, Grand Theft Auto V? Because in Chicago, there's apparently been an increase in carjackings. And if you look at the statistics, an increase in violence overall um, in Illinois, in Chicago, uh, essentially in many of the places in the United States. This sounds a lot like trying to ban heavy metal music after Columbine, for example. They blamed it on the music. Blaming carjackings on a video game seems to me to be rather silly. It's just... It's really hard to take something like this seriously, knowing how many people play video games and how long people have been playing video games for, that an increase in carjackings now is probably not related to Grand Theft Auto. In particular, Grand Theft Auto has been out for years. GTA 5 came out, now I'm not 100% sure on this date, but pretty sure GTA 5 came out in 2017 or 2018. So an increase in carjackings at the end of 2020, beginning of 2021, seems hardly related to a three, four-year-old product. Just my thought. With that said, I'm sure it doesn't help. I'm definitely, I definitely understand the idea of violence in video games numbing the senses. But if you're going to ban violent video games, because they inspire people to go commit violent crimes. First of all, there's there's very little evidence to suggest that. But second, you probably have to go ban violent movies. You probably have to go ban, you know, violent music. You probably have to go ban any violent piece of art that doesn't fit your particular idea of what it should be. And that's a very slippery slope. But I don't think this is going to get any traction. Heck, I'm not even sure at the point of this recording. By the time this hits, by the time this episode goes live, this might be a moot point anyway. But it just really struck me as something really interesting and kind of baffling that in 2021, we're trying to ban video games because they're violent, but we totally are good with violent entertainment in other mediums. It's uh, it's perplexing, a little bit scary, but there's a rating on games for a reason. Again, this kind of hits on a point I made before, but if your 14-year-old wants to play Call of Duty or Grand Theft Auto or any other game that has a mature rating, now you as a parent, you make that decision, and that's up to you. If you don't want your kids playing violent video games, don't buy them. Most video game stores will not sell 
a game to an underage kid. Now, obviously, things are a little bit fuzzier with places like eBay or Mercari, other, you know, secondhand retailers where somebody could go on and buy it anyway. I get that. But there's a lack of responsibility that we are faced with just in general in, in everyday life that is reflected in legislation that would ban video games. That's not the root of the problem. You, you, you're, you're banning something that seems like it's related. And again, not saying that there's no connection because I don't have evidence either way that suggests that. And I'll even, I'll even bite and say violent games might desensitize younger people, or even adults desensitize us to violence. You know, I get it. The same thing with violence on TV. That's why in a horror movie, kills or, or violence in horror movies, they're so over the top now that people become desensitized to it. So if you can figure out a way to disturb your audience, you don't even necessarily have to show the violence at this point anymore. So the reason why Psycho was so effective when it came out was because it had a level of violence that was, was unheard of. You watch it now, though, and it's like black and white, blood and water. So I get it. We are desensitized to violence and video games sure are probably a piece of that puzzle. But taking out one piece of that puzzle is not going to fix the problem, especially from a game that's years old for a situation that's happening now. I think there are lots of other lots of other problems in relation to that topic that we can look at and, and have a conversation about that might be a little bit more related to the situation. So in any case, Illinois had or has that on the table. It's, uh, it's an interesting piece to follow regardless of your views. You know, and obviously these are just my opinions and obviously everybody is entitled to their opinions and they, we should respect each other's opinions and then open a solid floor for debate. That's what having conversations is all about. Debating each other, debating people you don't necessarily agree with in a respectful manner and, and coming to a conclusion. You might still disagree at the end of the day, but the respectful exchange of ideas is where we should be. And I don't know if we are necessarily there anymore. But in any case, um, it's a really fascinating story, something that maybe we'll look back in 10 years and laugh and say, what the heck was going on? But, you know, it's 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 something that's happening, something that's extremely relevant to this podcast. Yeah. So check that out. Follow it. Uh, we'll see. Maybe we'll update next week and see the progress of, uh, of Mr. Evans' case. But yeah, it's really interesting stuff. So today we've got an IPA, a rotating IPA, from New Belgium. You've probably heard of them. Their Voodoo Ranger IPAs are extremely popular. Fat Tire is a drink of choice of, choice of Harry Bosch on Amazon's TV show Bosch, which, by the way, if you haven't watched yet, is one of my all-time favorite shows. Uh, it's phenomenal. My brother is a big fan of the books, which I've heard are very good. I'm, I'm disappointed I haven't gotten around to reading one yet. The show is great. The books are supposed to be excellent. And the show, uh, a spinoff of Bosch, was picked up by IMB. IMDb TV that will feature the same actors in the same roles, continuing the story of Bosch, which is pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, Fat Tire was Bosch's drink of choice. And so that's New Belgium. The beer we're going to talk about today is called Captain Dynamite IPA, described on the side of the box as locked, stocked, and fully hopped. Um, this hazy IPA is juiced with mosaic, Simcoe, and cascade hops that explode with tropical citrus flavors and aromas. Um, it's a 7.7%. IPA, so it's, it packs a little punch. Uh, but you know what? Um, this is one of the smoothest IPAs I've had in a very long time. In fact, this IPA almost reminds me of Line and Kugel Summer Shandy. It's that light feeling in the mouth. It's that bright of an experience. And it's heavy, you know, 7.7%. But it, it has the sort of, an a wit beer, uh, vit beer texture. Um, the shandy texture that comes along with those types of beers and, and leaves a very citrusy lingering uh, taste in, in the mouth. 
on the palate, so to speak. But it's good. Um, usually when I record these podcasts, I'll, I'll have the beer with me and I'll sip on it uh, from time to time and, and have the beer a little bit before the podcast, like a day before. But usually when I'm, when I'm drinking my beers as I'm, as I'm planning the podcast, you typically don't finish them. But this one, I, I pounded it so quickly. Um, it is so crushable. It is absolutely delicious. I mean, Voodoo Ranger is just, in general, an IPA that you can find and take home and find in just about any store you walk into that sells beer should have some form of Voodoo Ranger. If you're looking for a classic consistent IPA. Voodoo Ranger is one you can't go wrong with. Captain Dynamite IPA may not be for everyone, especially with its light flavor. Uh, It definitely doesn't taste like an IPA. It's not really heavy on bitterness. Let's see. It has a 45 on the uh, International Bitterness Unit, so it's definitely not a a particularly bitter beer. Uh, Made with pale caramel and oats for malt. Just an overall excellent IPA. A little disappointing that it is occasional IPA, um, so not available all the time, but it is, uh, it's really good. Um, definitely recommend this one. Um, if you're not an IPA drinker and you want to kind of dip your feet, this is a great one to drink, mostly because it doesn't have the heavy bitterness of some traditional IPAs. Captain Dynamite IPA is full of flavor, full of, I mean, it says it's juiced with the the various hops and and they're not kidding. It is juice. It it is tropical citrus flavors that just assault your taste palate. You get a great beer, uh, citrusy flavor, aroma um, that hangs around with this. So it's, you know, if, if you just enjoy the smell of a good beer, it's getting warmer here, sit out in the summer, nice 60, 70 degree weather, uh, summer in the spring or summer, nice 60, 70 degree spring weather, drinking a Captain Dynamite. I mean, I can't think of much better than that. It really is excellent beer. I love the artwork on this one. Features a voodoo ranger, you, tip, you know, the skeleton head, but he's all decked out. Looks like he's ready for battle. I believe on the box art, he's got some uh, pretty cool grenades that are in the shape of hops. It's just a cool, cool artwork for a cool beer that is extremely delicious, has a ton of flavor, a ton of, of uh, citrus. It's just an all-around citrus experiment or experience. It's good. It's good. I highly recommend this one. It has an 8.9 on the Beer Advocate scale, so it's a, it's a good beer. Lots of people like it. So New Belgium, again, it's hard to go wrong with New Belgium. New Belgium is just a storied brewery coming out of Fort Collins, Colorado, you know, it's been around. It was inspired by a trip through Belgium in 1988. And you've got such a successful decorated brewery as New Belgium that's hanging around now. It's great. There's a location in Fort Collins, and then there's actually a location in Asheville, North Carolina as well. Distributed in all 50 states, so regardless of where you're at, you should be able to find yourself a delicious New Belgium beer. If you get out to the store now, you can probably still grab some Captain Dynamite IPA. It really is a great beer. You know, I I know I say this about all of the beers, but I like to pride myself in picking out really, really tasty beers. I'm going to always try to present you with some of the best beers that I can find. Captain Dynamite's really tasty. New Belgium in general, you really can't go wrong uh, with 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 a brewery that's as great as New Belgium. You know, get out there, see if you can grab a Captain Dynamite. I might go get more when I'm out. It's, it is that good. It's it's a great, it'll be a great spring, summer beer if it's still around here. It's just a great all-around beer. So try, get out and grab one for yourself. And yeah, enjoy. I hope you enjoy it. So with that said, I instantly, 
connected Captain Dynamite IPA with Apex Legends. So Apex Legends, as I mentioned at the top, is a free-to-play, free-to-download arena shooter that features... Um, Essentially, it, it was created as a spinoff of Titanfall. Uh, Titanfall 1 and 2 were fast-paced first-person shooters um, that featured mech combat uh, from the original creators of Modern Warfare. When they left Infinity Ward, they created Respawn Entertainment, signed with EA, and has made extremely good first-person shooters since leaving Infinity Ward. So Apex started as a spinoff to Titanfall, where you and two other players, could be friends, could be, you know, randoms, face off against 20 other squads, and I guess technically 19 other squads, of threes in a fight to the death. So the squad with the last person remaining alive will would be the victor. It's been around for a couple years now. Just had its second birthday anniversary that ended, the event ended a couple weeks ago. It's a great little game. With the recent updates, it's on season eight now. Uh, recent updates have added a duos or trios option. There's a, an entirely new map if you haven't played since the game originally came out. So there's two maps that rotate about every hour. A whole bunch of new guns. There's there's a ton of characters to choose from now. There's just there's just so much uh, so much to experiment with as you're playing Apex Legends. The draw for me for Apex is the extremely fast combat. You know you've got your wall climbing, a little bit of parkour. Every character has their own unique set of abilities, their own specials. All, all that jazz that kind of goes all around with the uh, Overwatch craze. And with the gunplay, I mean, if there's something that Respawn does well, it's create extremely smooth gunplay. Much like Captain Dynamite, with its extremely smooth taste. Apex Legends features extremely smooth gameplay. And its games typically won't last you more than... I mean, if they go much past 20, 30 minutes, it's, that's a crazy game. <laughs> a lot of times you'll launch from the airship and, and be killed right away. So if you're unfamiliar with Apex, definitely take a look. It's, it's like first person shooter version of Fortnite. And I know that people will probably cringe at that comparison, but the arena, the battle royale style of, of gameplay is what drives the game. And it was essentially created as a response to Fortnite, uh, Overwatch as well. You know, the whole MOBA arena first-person shooter deal kind of all spawned around the same time. Apex is just its just a solid experience. I played when it first came out. My buddy and I played for a long time. And then, like like everything, we fell out of it. Picked it up recently and have just fallen back in love with the uh, with the game. Best part is it's free. You really don't have to pay for anything. Every time you level up, you rank up in the game, you're rewarded with in-game currency where you can unlock other characters. They're, they're not all um, available from the start, just a small selection are. But it doesn't take terribly long to get a new character unlocked. You know, I'm not sure how much time it would take you to unlock all the characters if you don't purchase the uh, starter pack, but you really don't have to. If the characters that start out with the game are ones that you enjoy, you, you'll be fine because you'll level up, you'll you'll get enough of the currency to buy other characters, and then you'll get to experiment and play around with them. You'll be able to see how, how they work in-game if you're playing with other people who play as them or see them in action. So it's, it's nice to have free-to-play games that are legitimately free-to-play. Um, it's not a pay-to-win. It's, it's everything you pay for in the game is purely cosmetic or unlocking characters. So... It's a model that is really, it's, it's positive for gamers. You know, they do have loot boxes in there, but I don't, unless you're, you're, you're digging for your legendary gear, you 
really don't need to even buy the loot packs. Every other level, you are rewarded with a loot pack anyway, so you have opportunity every couple levels to get there. There are battle passes that are included. Uh, obviously, if you buy the battle pass, you will be entitled to more rewards upon leveling up your battle pass, but there's still a free version, and I believe they've updated the system. I can't really remember how the first season was, but now you complete different challenges, daily challenges, weekly challenges, and they reward you with um, stars, and the stars, every 10 stars is a level up on your battle pass, so then you get whatever is at that level. It's a great little system uh, for, for a great little game, and it works out pretty well. Um, but yeah, so Apex, two maps. There's you know the map that we started with, with obviously the changes that's been made, and then there's a more futuristic, there's a more blue map. So the original map, everybody knows, is very brown, <laughs> with a little bit of green. It's very mountainy, hilly. Uh, it's, it's just the classic Apex Legends map. The newer map is very futuristic. It's very green and blue, very aesthetically pleasing to me. But yeah, so there's two maps. The gameplay is still super fast. The addition of all the new weapons and the uh, the different... They've updated how some of the weapons drop. So for example, the Prowler SMG is no longer an item you can just pick up out of out of nowhere. It has to come from a care package that are dropped routinely throughout the game. So it ends up being like a red super rare item. But in any case, the game has aged extremely well over the last two years. It looks great running on my PS5. It still looks good on my PS4 Pro. It's, it's something that doesn't cost you anything to try. If you like it, you like it. If not, what? You, you wasted a few hours. But yeah, so it's a, it's a great little... Nah, it's not even little. It's huge. But arena shooter where you can do matches of twos or threes against... 60 other players, something that is super enjoyable, highly recommended, especially if you're tight on cash, you know, with COVID still going on, places still locked down, you may not have a whole bunch of money to spare. So a game like Apex Legends is a blessing when you're looking for something to play. And if you can't go out and see your friends, you know, having a multiplayer game to play with them is as close as you can get to hanging out with your buddies. So, I mean, I guess it's not as close, but you know what I mean. It's just, it's, it's, it's a good experience and it's, it's a really beneficial one to have if you, uh, if you're feeling the need in, in these, uh, these crazy times. <clears throat> So, Captain Dynamite IPA from New Belgium, part of the Voodoo Rangers rotating IPA series. Highly recommend that. Um, 8.9 on Beer Advocate tastes real good, real citrusy. And Apex Legends, a terrific arena first-person shooter. Um, free-to-play, free-to-download. Uh, excellent experience from industry veterans. You can't go wrong with a combination. Heck, I will be drinking and playing tonight uh, after I finish recording. So, enjoy those. Be sure to catch us on Friday when we will be playing Apex Legends and drinking some Captain Dynamite. And check us out on our social medias, uh, Big Cultures on Twitter, Big Cultures on Instagram. Go check out our website. We post reviews, features, all sorts of good stuff. So we hope hope you join us, be part of the Big Cultures family and you know, part of the Daydreamer family and, and you know, love to see you around. Thank you for listening. Uh, I really appreciate you guys. I hope you have a great week.